You're listening to episode number 396 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com and send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. I can even hear my voice like I'm still not totally awake yet. (laughs) You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I'm just ready to get into the show. I don't, I don't have then, any yes, small let's, talk. Let's, yeah. We've got so much amazing <laughs> listener feedback. I So, you know, it's funny because when I was reading through the script earlier today, I actually thought to myself, you know, I'm getting to the point where I kind of sort of enjoy the listener feedback more than I enjoy (laughs) talking about the news. And then I thought, but on the other hand, what's so awesome about the listener feedback is it's based on us talking about the news. So like one kind of feeds into the other. So why don't we get started? Yep. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. The Mirage Hotel's gold windows get their color from actual gold dust used in the tinting process. That's, that seems extreme, right? I mean, we're, we're doing gold extreme. dust, you know, for, for glass. <coughs> well, they're wrapping it in steak and having, or staking it and having people eat it, so. Do they really? That's what, yeah, the, the Salt Bay douche. Yeah. That's that, well, the, it was the $1,000 steak. It's fucking gold leaf. Gold? Yeah. Why would someone want to eat gold? I don't know. <laughs> when you've got it, so much money that and you want to literally poop gold, that's yeah, what you do. It doesn't add anything to the flavor. It doesn't taste like anything. It's just huh. because you can. And you can look at it and say, look, it's all shiny because it's got gold on it. So and bizarre. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. <clears throat> Next up is the twit pick of the week. An easy way to get my attention is to share a picture of one of Las Vegas legendary resorts under construction like the one shared by at loss underscore win of New York, New York in the early stages of construction. I've no handyman skills, so construction or renovation of any kind is magical to me. Watching Vegas resorts evolve and develop their footprint always makes me smile as well as showcases how far we've come and how uncreated properties like Resorts World and Virgin are. Little more than simply buildings with casinos inside devoid of any personality. Thankfully, we have photography to document Vegas evolution into the number one tourist destination in America. It's a cool, it's a very cool picture. As a matter of fact, I, it took me a a hot second to stare at it and kind of figure out what, where the perspective was from when I'm looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm a little confused. Oh, no, wait, 
there's the line. Never mind. I got it. <laughs> Bingo, Kieran. But that's exactly it. You need to. You need a hot second to be like, okay, I I need to figure. I need to. Where am I looking at this from? Well, the MGM it's building. A uh, you very rarely see the MGM building from that angle, so it doesn't look like I'd expect it to look. And it also doesn't look green in this picture, which it right. you know it is. So yeah. that's why for a second I was like, well, wait, what is that? And it wasn't until you see the lion right down there in front. You're like, okay, now I got it. <laughs> As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right, let's get into the news. First up, talk to us about F1 Vegas. F1 Racing has signed a three-year a three-year deal with the city of Las Vegas to host an F1 event. It will be called the Las Vegas Grand Prix. The track will be 3.8 miles and include a stretch of road on the strip running from MGM Grand down to Palazzo. The 50-lap race is expected to attract 170,000 people, generate $500 million in direct revenue, and $1 billion in indirect revenue. Dates for the event haven't been disclosed, but it is understood the race will begin at 10 p.m. and most likely on a Saturday. Both sides are hoping the event will be around for many years to come. I, I'm not into F1 racing, except when you say, hey, we're going to do that on the strip. Like, well, I got to see that. <laughs> wow. Well, and for real, it starts at 10 p.m. Apparently. Yeah. Well, they gotta have huh. you have to have the lights of the strip. I mean, come on. Right, exactly. That's why would you do it during the day? That's just silly. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> I guess my follow up, and, and and I ask this question obviously more hypothetically than realistically. But how long does it take to make that trip fifty times? Because I, I would assume, I would assume you're going. It's it's all going to happen during the wee hours, like from ten p.m. until what? 3 a.m.? 4 a.m.? Or does it take long enough where you'll start to get to see the the sun come up? Yeah, Yeah. I don't don't know how long those races normally are. I mean, I know like the NASCAR races, aren't they like three or four hours? Three hours. It's it's basically the same as a a basketball game or a football game. It's three hours. Three hours of watching cars go in circles? You don't like the room sound? <laughs> I'm sorry. Tell me how again? How how goes Mark? There we go. I mean, don't get me wrong. If we can find the dates and we can get a room at Cosmo, you know, I'll go check this out. And I'm sure we could get a couple people together. I'm sure Christine and Mike would like that. We could just uh, pitch in together to get a room there. Yeah, but I mean, okay, when I'm trying to sleep at 2 o'clock in the morning and all I hear is, meow, meow, shut off. Go to bed, motherfuckers. Pick it up tomorrow morning. Matter of fact, let's get you all drunk. Make it take an hour nap, <laughs> and then when you wake up, that's it's all part of the obstacle course. Driving. Oh, jeez! What day is it? They'll take what out some buildings it? if they do that. I know, right? Well, they're supposed to be putting giant concrete barriers with fences up there, like the same kind of sheet well, you see NASCAR. To. Yeah, I mean, because something happens and they well, crash. those things crash all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the, the parts go flying. Yep, because they're going, you know, hundred plus miles, mile an hour. Yeah, whatever it is, you know. So yeah, they. Yeah, I don't need to go that fast. I just wonder where the pits yeah. are going to be. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great call too. Ah, this. All right, listen. I I'm kind of sort of into this, and in, not not the actual <laughs> race itself, but more the logistics of it. I I look forward to us continuing to report on. But why don't we uh, why don't we move on to prop bets? For those of you unfamiliar. 
prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. All right, first up. Oh, way to give me the uplifting news. Thanks, Mark. A man was stabbed to death on the pedestrian bridge between New York, New York and MGM. The altercation was reportedly due to, quote, a verbal altercation over an interaction with a dog the night before. Apparently he he pet him too fiercely or something like so that. So there was the homeless guy that did the stabbing and he had a dog and right. apparently the victim which you're not supposed to came across him yesterday and was very aggressive according to the homeless guy in the way he pet his dog. I know, can you imagine so, how like you got to you're holding on to some shit. You got to relax. Well, and so then this is the same guy comes up the later. next day to and wanted to pet the dog again and the homeless guy said don't do it. And they said some words to each other, and I guess the homeless guy got up and shoved him, uh, to which the victim replied, I think I've been stabbed. And, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right? Over a dog. <laughs> That's some fucking mice and men bullshit right there. Lenny, don't pet the dog so hard. <laughs> In the wake of the untimely death of drummer Taylor Hawkins, the Foo Fighters have canceled all their remaining shows. Yeah, I don't... I was shocked when yeah, I saw I was this surprised last too, week. yeah. I mean, we they're a, I love their music. I don't necessarily need to go see them in, no. in person again, no, although they do put on a hell of a show. It's yeah. just, um, I don't know, it's a bit much for us. But, uh, yeah, just, just sad. To, yeah, agreed. Yeah. The Fountains of Bellagio are going to showcase a song by the band BTS during the group's sold-out shows in Vegas. Yeah, I don't really care about that. Isn't that this weekend? Yeah. It is this well, weekend. I also saw it? one or some of them uh, came down with COVID. I saw and that. Yeah. COVID on their well, way to good, the United States. Good thing there's nine of them to make up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you won't miss one. <laughs> no, I think it was after they got to Vegas. I think uh, one of them tested positive right. and had to quarantine. So, yeah. hey, now, sure, he hasn't been close to the other guys at all. So let's pack them all in an arena yeah. with uh, all their Super fans. Super skeptical. On that, I, I know this sounds racist, but I swear they all look the same. Like, I really can't, like, uh, they got different hairstyles. That's kind of the right. only way you can tell the difference in them. <laughs> <They're> different <laughs> That's awesome. Which one of you has COVID? They all stand in a circle and point to the other person. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They look like, what, what do you call those, sex tuplets or? No, they do. Yeah. Okay, this is getting of, yeah. a little bit ridiculous. Sex tuplets, yeah, yeah. It was reported by Vega. <clears throat> It was reported by Vital Vegas that someone broke the glass on top of the Sigma Derby machine. At the D, sorry. At the, yep, at the D, Las Vegas. For those that have not had an opportunity to play, it's, it's a really, really great game. Uh, this is the last original Sigma Derby left in the market, and it's been reported that finding replacement parts is difficult, which makes it even more bullshit and annoying and obnoxious and just pisses me off when I heard about it because yeah, I saw it. I saw it on Vital Vegas's uh, uh, Twitter feed as yeah. well, and that's. What were you doing that you that you cracked the glass? I don't know. Like, My guess is the douchebag got pissed that his horse. Yeah, that's didn't come that's in. what I was thinking. And like slammed a beer bottle or something, something down like on that. the glass yeah. and it broke. Yeah. I mean, glass fortunately is is. Well, yeah, that's easy to replace. Right. And I don't understand why they right. can't get parts manufactured for it. I mean, or maybe that's just not cost you effective. Can't, you can't manufacture it because the machines that made it are no longer around. So anything you do would have to be custom made. Yeah. Which that's, 3D that's, printer, Derek. 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That 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 might work actually. Right. <laughs> Cake boss Buddy V has taken over the food truck at Link with his, with his Jersey Eats. Sorry, it threw me off because it says with this. The space was originally occupied by the Sandwich Co., but most recently Sticky Chicken. 
We had sticky chicken. It was, we did. It was all right. It's, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't rate very high in, I think, on your on wife's Jen's chicken tender uh, ranking mm-hmm. system. But um, I'm starting to undertake that quest as well, too. <laughs> <laughs> Priscilla Presley is performing at South Point Friday through Sunday, April 8th through the 10th. The show is said to be about her life with Elvis. Because what else would it be about? <laughs> So, yeah, her time on the the Naked Gun movie series. <laughs> I, right. Listen, listen, kids. I'm not. I I literally need to ask. Do we go see the show? Do I make a special trip up to Vegas just to go see the show? Because I'm I'm kind of into this. I lo- I did not know who she was. I literally did not know. How did you not know who, who Priscilla, Priscilla Presley, Presley was until the Naked Gun movies came out? Oh, what? <laughs> until the Naked Gun. Wow. And then everyone said, "Well, that's." That's Elvis's wife. And I, I said, what do you mean that's Elvis's wife? And that's then I, I actually I hand to God. I only know who Elvis is initially in my world because of the Naked Gun movies. So now there's a part you're of me that's like, well, yeah, I want to go so see this woman. Weird. I, I, really? I would so, I'd go if you if you came to town. I'd go. If I you. made a special trip all the way out to Vegas to go see her, you tag along. Well, gee, thanks. Oh, no, I, I, I'd go. I mean. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hearing about her talking right. about Elvis, I think would be a very different perspective. I'm sure she's oh done God, interviews sure. and stuff in the past, but yeah. um, interesting that they they call it performing, and she's talking about her life with Elvis. You're on stage talking. Absolutely. It's. Uh, I'll I'll tell you what. When I get off, when I get off podcasting with you guys, I'm going. <laughs> I get off. The, hey, Tony, put the <laughs> put the comma in a different part of that sentence. <laughs> when I when I get off the microphone from podcasting with you guys. I'm going to play around with some uh, some tickets to see what I how cheaply I can't get out to Las Vegas just to see. I would be interested. That's in, I'm disappointed it's not only next week, but um, mm-hmm. one weekend only because I'm I really I well, since well weirdly it's into we'll this. Do it again. So, yeah. I'll move on. Oh, and there might be another reason that you might want to come out next weekend, which we can talk about off mic. Oh, sounds good. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Miranda Lambert announced that she will begin a residency at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood starting this September and stretch into April of 2023. Tickets are going to go on sale. Oh, hey, that's today, uh, uh, April 1st. Yeah, I I always feel bad for her because, I mean, I guess she's in a better position now because she's not with uh, the uh, Gangrelesque. Gangrelesque. What's his name? Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton, thank you. Somebody pointed out the irony that uh, she is now doing a residency in the same theater where Blake Shelton's current oh, girlfriend, right. wife, wife, whatever now, she yeah. is, uh, did her Wow, residencies. I didn't think of that. Yeah. As quickly as they arrived, the roll-to-win craps games are being removed from the gaming floors, the most recent of which was at Stratosphere. Vital Vegas is reporting that the reason for the quick pivot was because of dice sliders who used their skill to win big at properties featuring the game. Yeah, it's not at. I can I can attest that it's not at Harrow's anymore either. So I think it's pretty much completely gone from uh, from Vegas. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't. I can honestly say it. Well, I'm only going to be disappointed that they're gone if that means that the quote unquote real felt craps tables are going are to not. stay at the fifteen and twenty five dollar right, yeah. minimums. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure the technology just needs to catch up. There, we've seen roulette wheels and shit like that. Where um, uh, uh, we shit. I lost track. My phone started ringing and I got. I got lost. <laughs> 
I yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised that they're that they're being removed that quickly. Although, it, really, what's the loss or or what's the benefit of of having them versus not having them? Insofar as you still had to have a human being, yes, yeah, so one, one. one as, as opposed many, to five, but you still had a human there, so. But only one. I, maybe it was one of those. Let's try it and see if it works out, and it just it didn't play. Well, no. So know. you only need one person versus the what three, four, five, five. I think it's five that you need at a regular crap stable. So yeah, I mean, I see, I, I see the appeal of uh, a reduced work workforce, but right. um, I just think technology hasn't caught up yet. Like we've seen the roulette okay. wheels that have uh, the stuff underneath them that lights up. You know, it's a it's a felt. Right. You know, that lights up. Well, and there's poker tables window. that do that, so, too. Yeah, you have to believe tables. that we're just waiting for the technology to evolve. I mean, I think any of us that tried it were also were hung up on the uh, the, the clinky sound. The, like, it just didn't feel like crabs. Didn't have the, the thud that yeah. the throwing dice mm-hmm. on a crabs table does. Right. The Peppermint Hippo Adult Club is opening on Saturday, April 2nd. The strip club was formerly known as Olympic Gardens. I don't understand the hippo. That doesn't right. seem like a very flattering uh, no. to, to for a strip club. No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> Come check out our hippos. Right. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. If you get in there and they're not, you know, larger. Hippos. Yes, larger. Um, then curvy I, women. I, I feel like it's false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, isn't um ah jeez, what's the what's the the deja vu? Isn't it where they say hundreds of Beautiful women and one very unattractive woman. I think one so. very woman like that, right? I like uh, I like little darlings. They're the ones that always talk about their kids uh, uh, kids growing up to be old enough to be able to strip their or some shit like that. Something clever. Her cousin Vicky worked probably. Uh, right, right, exactly. And so now it's the peppermint hippo. All right, uh, the operator of the quote-unquote cannabis-friendly hotel in Phoenix has acquired the dormant 64-room Artisan Hotel on West Sahara for $11.9 million with plans to bring the concept to Vegas. So apparently it's going to be a cannabis-friendly hotel concept. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, approval is still pending uh, with the state of Nevada before approval, but that's an intriguing, uh, I guess, Bend I, to uh, what they're well, looking to do. I don't, so number one, I it, didn't. I didn't realize that the hotel was vacant. It's only going to start. It's only going to start becoming a thing if they crack down on people doing it out in public. Right. And because that, then, that was going to be my other point. Yeah, is, where, okay. Yeah. Pretty much all the the hotel casinos are cannabis friendly right now because they don't enforce they don't the rule from, that you yeah. can't do it. Um, although you're still not supposed to smoke in the rooms. Although right. people do that anyway. But yeah, um, we, we had that at uh, where were we that like the next door to us was clearly smoking. Oh, I don't remember. But yeah, I just, I remember. There's four queens. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, again, I didn't, didn't realize it was dormant. I keep saying the sign saying, hey, rent the whole thing for 8500 That's right. That yes. is what that is. <laughs> and actually for that. 64 rooms, if you think about it, 8500 bucks, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's barely only, what, a hundred and, Hundred and change, twenty bucks. Yeah, uh, uh, that'd be. It, you know what they should do? I can't wait till they change it until the math works out to be four twenty. Um, <laughs> I, I think my biggest gripe about, well, strike that. Let me start over again. I'm coming at this what I'm about to say from the angle of. Uh, Vital Vegas also has been pointing out that allegedly there's supposed to be another MGM property on the strip that's going to go and become smoke free like cigarette smoking free right 
and I'm and I'm coming from a, from this standpoint, which is to state that I I just need or want Vital Vegas and all of the anti-smoking zealots to also be anti-marijuana. Like it, there's a total and utter hypocrisy going on as it relates to smokers. And I'm saying this from the standpoint of I'm not even necessarily a, a cigarette smoker, but I am a cigar smoker. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to when the anti, because they're not all, and that's my biggest problem with this. The anti-smoking zealots are not anti-marijuana zealots. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's, it's an interesting sort of hypocrisy to me where you've got these folks that are yay right on right on right on we're not going to have you know smoking anymore on on the casino floor but gold darn it where are you when i'm trying to walk the hallways of literally (laughs) any hotel and i'm gonna get a contact high walking from the elevator bank to my hotel room (laughs) um you know that's my that is i guess my biggest gripe about this is i'm just i'm listen well it should marijuana smokers these anti-smoking zealots—they're coming for you. It's—it's it's that hype, that hyperbole of, well, I never said anything when they were taking away, you know, the the Jews because I wasn't Jewish, and I'd never said anything when they were taking away the Catholics because I wasn't Catholic, right? But now they're coming for me, and only then are you worked up about it. That's my—that's my real problem. I, I still say it's far more dangerous or far more likely to have an accident from drinking and doing something than it is smoking. I can well smoking marijuana in particular. Anything. Well, it's yes. it, but fair enough, fair enough. But I guess my my annoyance is all of these people that are getting high and mighty over yay. Isn't it great that um, these casinos are going smoke free? I'm like, uh, hang on, you're they're coming for you, drinkers. Yeah. You know those that want to enjoy a, an adult cocktail, those that want to enjoy marijuana. They're coming for you, even though you may not be a cigarette smoker. They're coming for you. So yeah. that's my that's my diatribe. Next up, Phil Ruffin, the new owner of Circus Circus and Slots of Fun. Is he really new? He's had it for a while. Two years. Okay, well, he's not really new anymore. Anyway, he is having a daiquiri bar installed at Slots of Fun, and the Adventure Dome is getting a new food court expected to cost $1.5 million. This is in addition to the recently renovated Circus Buffet and the ongoing $9 million food court at Circus Circus. Putting some money into it. Although he did that with TI, but he turned it into a... A giant mess. Yeah, and, and you can't do that circus. Well, it's already a giant <laughs> right, mess. exactly. So anything that you have to do is going to be an improvement. <laughs> the Cabinet of Curiosities is a bar plan for Bally's this summer, brought to you by the people behind other Bally's attractions, Real Bodies, and National Geographic's rarely seen photographs. The space will be adorned with all sorts of oddities and will have a secret speakeasy. So, th- so this is going to be like the, sh- the shark at Palms just more weird stuff like that? So that that's the impression I got yeah n- nothing as bizarre as the shark at palms but uh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's right in league with like um, what do they call it believe so, it or not Ripley's believe it or not yeah so now I'm, I'm picturing people drinking just staring at this weird stuff these curiosities well, all right. over the place and <laughs> And what that that could lead to all kinds of fun conversation. That could be a good place to sit down and just people listen. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Sure. I, I, I my only comment to, to chime in there with you, Karen, is to say that that shark at Palms, although it's a little a little 
um, uneasy. It's not quite as gross as I thought it was going to yeah, be. No, and I, I just, I think I use that more as just a I reference just of things, oh, no. things in formaldehyde. You yeah, know I, I find mean? it more offensive than I find it ugly or whatever. I just don't know how you can chop up a shark and call it art. Like that's, that was the thing for me. Yeah. I was just like, it's not art. You just yeah. chopped it up into pieces and floated it in formaldehyde. Like, <laughs> right. Okay. So, so, what you, so hang on. So let me, let me finish the rest of my, my sentence. Cause my, oh, I apologize. cause my, my observation is it's not as, you know, say, you know, the, the shark isn't necessarily as gross as you would think it would be comma. I don't know though, at what point I don't want to look at these things. And so when I'm yep. drinking my cocktail, I might be like, you know what? I'm going to be a one and done right. sort of, scenario and, and get the get the hell out of there yeah no I, I don't disagree there's a lot of times i don't want to be around those curiosities because they're just yeah. weird it's weird yeah exactly and and how long can you get me to stay there because it, it is a fine line right like on the one hand staring at the shark is is uneasy but i'll look at it but i'm not hanging around for more than one drink and i don't necessarily need to go back even to that particular bar at the palms or you you we turn your back to it and you can sit yeah. there and drink because then you're looking at the rest of the casino but if you're in yeah. a a bar that we is hung out surrounded. There. Do you remember who we were hanging with? I don't. Yeah, I, I I'd remember. Yeah, we met somebody there, but I I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I, I feel remember. bad whenever I don't remember stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. The difference is, like I was saying, it the shark you can turn your back to, right? And sure. you can you can yep. stare at the rest of the beautiful casino and what yeah. they had done there for re- renovation. If you're stuck in a bar that these are all around you, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> yes. I love it. Fair enough. All right, listen. That's going to do it for news uh, and prop bets. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. Now, this week, we have a 360 FHE. This is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Vegas and share that experience with you. I'm so excited to talk about this. This week, you went out and explored X Country. Tell us about your firsthand experience. Yeah, it's it's at Harrah's, the, uh, the X Country, and... Um, it's it's like the X Rocks, and I think there's another. It's a topless review. X, yeah, it's a topless review. There you go. That's and, and I. That's, uh, that's the money uh, quote right there. <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever seen a bad topless show because I mean, they're topless. <laughs> I mean, like exactly. the worst case scenario, like, well, I got to see boobs. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you're such a simple creature. <laughs> the song yes, selection wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was more like a pop country kind of a thing. But we went because our friend had her daughter performing. Her, her daughter is one of the dancers. Yes, in the, the show. Dancers. Yes, and that was such a bizarre. Like it's it's like the most Vegasy thing I think I've ever done. Where somebody that I know that isn't my wife. You know, I, I see them, you know, go go topless and like, yeah, like I thought <laughs> well, it was going to be. So it's the daughter's birthday is this weekend. And so her mom surprised her by gathering up. It's like 20 know, some people. 20 some odd people to go see her show. Um, so okay, wait, wait, wait. You, you, okay, so you guys are, because I know the backstory on this, <laughs> I can say you're not being totally clear on what's happening. You have a friend. Yes. Whose daughter is a topless dancer at X Country. Yes. Yes. But the daughter who is having her birthday 
is the dancer. Yes. So the do- so the surprise birthday gift, in a way, it's early uh, phrasing it right. was to get a whole bunch of friends of the topless daughter performer yes. in the show yes. to have her friends come see her, the topless <laughs> birthday dancing girl. daughter daughter yes. person in the show. So all of a sudden, here's this girl. She's turning what? 20? No, she's oh, no. 22, she's 20 23. Two or 23? Fine. For, oh, forgive me. So she's turning 22. She's turning 23. She's been in the show as a long as I've known dancer her. at X country. The show's over, and here's a whole bunch of her oh, friends no. she, in the audience. She right? figured it. She, she figured, figured it out, out during the show. They were yelling. Did her she name really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How did they, that play out? First of all, it's not huge, um, but she was a professional. She didn't like. I, she may have grinned a little bit bigger than she would normally grin, but yeah. it's tough to say because she was always smiling throughout the whole show. Yeah. So no, that they the crowd started hooting and hollering and calling out her name because. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So she I figured see. it out. Interesting. And, and didn't you tell me, Mark? Like. When she one of the numbers that she wasn't in, she was backstage like texting. Yes, yeah, texting her mom when they had the intermission where the comedian comes out to keep you busy while the girls make whatever change they right. need to make. Yeah, she's texting her back like, "Holy shit, yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. How fun. How I mean, it's it was so for Karen and, and listeners. <laughs> Mark and I are having a conversation about this. You know this this whole experience of saying. And and I know who the friend is. She's a she's an amazing human being. But obviously, you guys have not mentioned any names, so I will also keep names, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> um, under my hat. But it was one of those things where Mark said to me, "I'm gonna go see this f- mutual friend of ours, daughter, topless. who's going to be who, topless who in the show." I have a, a really unique relationship with. I mean, yeah. her and I are. I mean, Mark, so yeah. here, here's kind of the weird and, thing. Like, Marcus has hung out with the daughter. Um, just kind of on their own like they, they've texted uh-huh. each other and kind of done all this oh, stuff before okay. they um, you know they've, they've talked about some deep subjects and all that kind of stuff right. so um, sure. which is you know I think is awesome but yeah but no it was it was interesting though because he said to me I, how Vegas is this that it our really friend <laughs> it really is has yeah. a daughter who's doing a topless show and our friend is saying no let's go support my daughter who's yeah. a part of X country and, Let's bring all and, these people to go see you know, my daughter topless. Yes. Right. Well, right, right. And, you know, the thing is, and, and at first, you know, Mark and I are kind of, Mark and I took the, the conversation down a very, you know, chauvinistic, heterosexual male <laughs> conversation. Right. But then, you know, it immediately did do like a, like a hard left turn conversation saying, you know, but it's, it's still, it's, it's a topless show much like say Jubilee. Yeah. is which is yeah a really class act sort of situation but nonetheless it wasn't lost on us that the mother was saying hey let's go see my daughter be topless in oh, this she's super professional show right super proud of her well especially you know she she got in she got cast to the show as like a temporary spot right okay, um, okay. she's clearly a featured performer and then now, now well no now after a sh- I don't know a very short amount of time for being on the show yeah. they kind of you know brought everybody in all these part timers and said okay yeah now the daughter is part of the permanent cast oh and she's a feature and the rest of you can go yeah um, <laughs> so I mean she very like she earned her spot like yeah. she she got sure. in she put in the work she's a phenomenal dancer yeah. um, and she's gorgeous too on top yeah, of I it yeah I mean she yeah she is and she's got a phenomenal but her breasts are amazing 
um, <laughs> which you would expect a 22 year olds to be. <laughs> right. I know, right at 22. Yeah. But it was, you know, just, there is, it, I, I think I've said this before on, on, on this podcast, but I'll say it again. There is a line in, I want to say, if it's not the pilot episode of the golden girls, it's within one of the first like five episodes of the golden girls. But there's a line where, um, Dorothy is talking to Blanche and, and, and Rose about, you know, how, how they don't how much older they are, but they don't appreciate and realize that, that you're older. And she said, you know, I, I I'm talking to these young, these beautiful young girls. And she says, kind of pausing and you don't even have to be pretty. But at that age, you're pretty. <laughs> and 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 I and it's one of those things where as I've gotten older and I mean this sincerely, it's, it's crazy to me. My dad used to say to me all the time, Tony, why don't you ask so-and-so out? Why don't you ask so-and-so if she would like to go on a date? Why don't you ask this, you know, and he would, you know, fill in each so-and-so with, with, with a different young lady that I was friends with in, in high school. And I'm like, well, dad, I'm not really interested in this girl. And my dad would say, but she's such a pretty young lady. Why wouldn't you want to <laughs> ask her out on a date? And I'm like, well, dad, I don't, I don't think she's cute. I don't think of her like that. And now I'm arguably my dad's age where he was saying this to me. And I'm like, that's it. And I'm juxtapositioning that, that my, my dad's conversation against these lines from the golden girls. I just think to myself, it's so true. You know, you don't appreciate how beautiful people are until you're older. When you're in the middle of it, you don't, you don't see it. You don't appreciate it. As you get older, you're like, God darn it. Some of my friends that I had when I was a kid, I say a kid, when I was a high school kid, looking back, they were absolutely beautiful, but I was just too stupid. I was, you know, when you're in the eye of the hurricane, you don't appreciate all the swearing that's going on around you. Wait, wait, wait. So so what are you suggesting? Are you suggesting that that Mark needs to appreciate how gorgeous she is and ask her out? No, 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 yeah, no, no. He said <laughs> his comment was, she's got a great ass and beautiful boobs. And he goes, but of course she does because she's 22. Right. And and the joke is not to take away from, well, he's a dirty old man because she's <laughs> 22 and he's, well, our age. It's one of those things where, she, I, no, I'm, 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 I'm sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they were all beautiful young ladies because they're 22 and now I'm well, 44 and I'm like, 22, <laughs> I'm just, even when you're, so, you so know. this is more about Tony being sad that he's getting old. Not, Oh, not, yeah, I'm okay. sorry. Right, yes. Yeah. That was not abundantly clear to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, <this laughs> we thought you just derailed like, is what we I, thought. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. I apologize. My, my apologies. My apologies. If uh, that was not clear. So, all right. Anyway, uh, one last thing before I before we close out, though, uh, Mark, I wanted to ask you about. So we say for folks that really aren't into country music. So then am I should we be thinking people like Garth Brooks, Shania Twain, the the kind of the crossover? Yes. Yes. I, I, I called it country pop. OK. OK. That's cool. Like I, mean, I think I just, Taylor hey, Swift I, had a song in there and fucking uh, uh, Carrie Underwood, you know, the, the smash your car up song and. Oh, um, b- before he cheats. Right, right. That would be a good one. Yeah, if it's that kind of country pop, I'm, I'm okay That's, with that. That's really what it was. I, I was concerned that it was going to be a bunch of country Yeehaws. music I didn't like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. Well, All right, next up, let's get into some listener feedback. Now, Karen, I hope you've got a glass of water or at least some adult beverage to uh, keep yourself fully hydrated because uh, you, got got, you got five pages here. I got some reading to do. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get to all of them this week. We'll see how it goes. But um, yes. All right. All right. 
Go ahead. Email from uh, our friend Ben McGovern. Ben McGovern, who, ironically, I finally had the chance, not ironically, but I finally had the chance to meet him and his missus a couple weeks ago. We went out and met them for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's another one that, uh, you know, broke his wife down and convinced her to move out here. So right. uh, to get a chance to, um, to actually meet him was, was awesome. Yeah. All right. So Ben writes. Hi, 360 team. I had the opportunity to attend two different NCAA tournament parties this weekend, and I wanted to drop a review to the podcast. Nice. First up, Ellis Island March Mania. We paid for a ticket for the viewing party to watch all of the afternoon games. The cost was about $180 per person, and it included all-you-can-eat food and drink. The food buffet was fine, wings, nachos, fried pickles, etc., and the drink selection was not bad either. All of their beers, beer, beers, <laughs> all of their beers, rail cocktails, wine, etc. Not too bad. So, who is this for? For people who are fine with average food and above average drinks, but want a reserved seat to watch all the basketball they can handle for a relatively reasonable cost. Mm. Who is this not for? People who have a problem being off strip or Fremont Street, or have a problem paying for a reserved seat. Overall review. We had a great time at Ellis Island, and I could not recommend it more. Having a reserved seat that we could watch all the games was fantastic, since we had a large group of 10 people. For the 10 hours we were there, we spent half the time watching games and half gambling. Okay, that's good to hear. Even though the place was packed, they did not jack up the table minimums. Thank you, Ellis Island, in all caps. Which meant we could get all of us on the 5 or $10 minimum craps tables and have a great time. Nice. On the blackjack side, they had $10 minimums with 3-2 payback payouts for blackjack our group would take over a table and just have a blast drinking and gambling for hours you just basically described 360 vegas vacation (laughs) i would definitely do this experience again so so one question is we said they were there for 10 hours and in my head i thought wow 180 bucks for 10 hours is pretty fucking cheap um but then he talks about the gambling so i wonder like once they got up from their reserved seats did they lose them oh that's a good point yeah i mean they must have because it was really only an afternoon of basketball so i guess they probably sat down to watch the basketball and then the party moved to the tables but still i mean even if you're there for 180 bucks, if you get five or six hours out of that, that's pretty good. I think uh, I, I wouldn't mind trying out March Madness at Stadium Swim. I think that'd be cool. Uh, I'd have a, to well, see. Well, if we got a cabana, if we got a cabana. Yeah, cool. but I mean, I'd, I'd want to see what was included. Like if you pay, like this was, you pay for, you know, the 180 bucks for your seat and it's then the you same. get food and drink. At Circa, yeah. Whatever you pay for is basically just your, your tab for, uh, for food and drink. So if you can't make it, then that's, that's the only way you're going to get charged more. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That that would actually be. Uh, never mind. I, I was going to say that might be something you could pull T Bone out to try, but <laughs> no. that's a big statement. That's a big statement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit bold. Sorry, I needed a beverage there to refresh. And actually, thanks to Ben, we're going to do a little compare and compa- contrast because next up they also got uh, seats at Circus Stadium Swim. Our group paid for a cabana for the evening games on Saturday night. Nice. The cost was $2,000 minimum spend. For food, you have to choose large platters that are shared within the group. Things like a large plate of nachos, meat and cheese plate, and sliders with french fries. For the drinks, you again have to pay for large quantities of drinks. You cannot order a one-off beer or cocktail. So most cabanas end up with a combination 
or cases of beer and or bottle service with mixers. Hmm. All right. I mean, listen, for two grand, you're going to get there probably fairly quickly. But I, and, and do you think it was still the same group from Ellis Island? Do you think it was the 10 of them? That would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, so $200 a, a 200 a person. person. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and he was paying 180 back at Ellis Island, so yep. it's 20 bucks more. That Ben, buddy, that seems like a hell of a deal to go for. No, no offense to the good people of Ellis Island, but for 20 bucks more, now you're at uh, Circa Swim, uh, well, Stadium Swim. And I guess uh, the, the only the only difference for me with Stadium Swim is depending on the time of year and the weather. To be outdoors, those windy ones. And it, me it was, I think it was pretty windy, and I think it was a little chilly that first weekend. Um, and then. Versus if you're indoors at um, Ellis Island, you've got a ton of TVs that are relatively close to you. When you're at Stadium Swim, you've just got the big... I mean, I'm sure the cabanas have a TV in them. I'm sure. But you just have the big screen that's a a substantial distance away, you know, that that you're watching. I think I like the commercial DJ. Right. Well, and then not, not getting to pick which audio is coming through at any given point in time, right, which yeah. when you've See, got that would multiple be games going for, on. Like, the NFL, because, like, obviously I want to watch the games I want to watch. Right. And how they pick the audio for that. That's a good point. Right. So who is this for? For people who want a fun, festive environment while being able to take in the games but don't really care about the quality of the food. Wow. That, wow, that seems yeah, like a shot. That's a statement. Who is this not for? For anybody who wants to do Vegas on the cheap or wants to get good value for their money. Also, if you are a rabid fan of a team and really want to watch the game, that is not really a place for you. Overall review. First things first. Stadium Swim is impressive. The big screen is amazing and the layouts of the seats and cabanas is well thought out. The models that serve are all stunning and gorgeous and were not chosen by accident. Circa understood their target market and built a place that caters to that market. The quality of the food leaves a lot to be desired given the price point. Mm. The food is what you would expect from a fast food restaurant. Really nothing special. I would have much preferred to just order a platter of sandwiches from Saginaw's Deli or large servings of food from 8 East. Huh. That that would Yeah, that sense. would be pretty cool. <laughs> Drinks are also very generic. A six pack of 12 ounce Miller Lights cost us $50. For well, six? Good thing you got two grand to burn. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to find a way to hit that well, marker, buddy. But then most bottle service is around $500 a bottle for a basic bottle like Jameson. Yeah. Basically, no one should be going to Stadium Swim because you think you're getting a good deal. You're going to pay through the nose regardless of what you do. Yeah, I think I think we all know that. So I think we, when you compare and contrast the, um, the 200 a person versus the 180, the 180, you had a wider selection of drinks you could order as an individual, and it was like all you can eat. Yeah. Here, you've got to do large platters. They're jacking up the prices, so you're going to get to that yeah. minimum spend a lot faster. Yeah. So, um, Ben continues. From the standpoint of actually watching the games, it was an odd setup, and they had a DJ playing EDM music <laughs> instead of the game sound. Like I said above, if you were just casually watching the game, this is probably fine. If you are a hardcore fan, this would have been annoying. If you're a hardcore fan, you're not at Stadium Swim. You're at that sports book. You're at the sports book down there, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The pools were nice and warmed up, and it was very cool to watch the games while standing in the pool. (laughs) Just understand that it is a true party environment with alcohol being spilled, dumped, and sprayed everywhere. (laughs) I watched four models that serve spray $2,000 worth of champagne on some guests in the pool, and then we were expected to go swimming in. Right. (laughs) Not my cup of tea, but obviously somebody wanted to spend money on that experience. Yeah. 
From a gambling perspective, they did have a small casino and stadium swim, but the minimums were $50 for 6'5 blackjack, which, of course, oh few God. people were playing. I know, I know this comes across as overly negative, but really it is not meant to be. For some people, this would be the perfect place to hang out, get drunk, and watch some hoops, which there's obviously nothing wrong with. For me personally, I would rather take that $2,000 and spend it on much better food and drinks and still have money left over for a different viewing experience. Yeah, I think, see, we always like like to do these things at, at our home, so I get where he's coming with that. Like, I'd rather order some top-quality food and watch it right in the comfort of my home. Yeah. Uh, than, we're than so spoiled, but we're homebodies anyway, so yeah. for us, if like we really want to go, although we have done... Um, like we, we rented a booth at a, a sports book in Hollywood one time. Yeah. Which was fun. But I remember but halfway through the day, we're like, I can't believe we're sitting here watching fucking TV while we're in Las Vegas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you live there now. Maybe it's a different story, nope, but still not. Well, now, <laughs> we, have, now we have direct TV at home and I can, I can flip through channels and have the volume right. as loud as I want. Exactly. And, you know, my own fridge and my own bathroom right there and. You know, it's, it's exactly again. We're we're homebodies, so. <laughs> but thank you, Ben. That wraps up Ben's uh, review. Yeah, uh, that was so a great email. That. that really was. All right, Karen. Next, we've got an email from uh, another friend of the show, Gary De La Rosa. And Gary, I hope I pronounced your last name De La properly. Rosa. Rosa. He titled his email to us. Thank you so much. I'm pretty sure it's De La Rosa, but. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So Gary writes, or excuse me, Jerry writes, hello, Mark. I just wanted to say thank you very much for the podcast. I am a new listener who just started listening a week ago. I started from the earliest episode Apple Podcasts allowed me to, which was episode 190. I am currently on episode 227, which is around the time of Vegas Vacation 4 slash 5. Hearing now that Vegas Vacation 11 is coming up soon gives me a lot to look forward to how it has expanded and changed over the years. I hope to be all caught up by the second week of June, which is when my next Vegas trip is planned for. Nice. You guys are pretty much exclusively the only podcast I'm currently listening to, with the exception of You Can Bet on That. Mm. Well, I We're in good company. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honored to be Those in that Those are the company. only two. Those are, that's, that's good company. Every time I think about listening to another podcast, I think to myself, why do I want to stop laughing when I'm at work? It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Episode 214 has by far been the funniest podcast episode I've ever heard. Well, now I want to go back and listen I know, to right? <laughs> Can't wait to keep the laughs coming. Thank you and everyone involved in the podcast once again for making me laugh so hard. I have customers and coworkers looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. That is awesome. <laughs> so this is what it's all, what that delay was waiting for. I went back and re-listened to podcast number 214 because oh. of Jerry's oh. email here. Okay. <clears throat> I have some highlights. And okay. I'll kind of burn through them rather quickly, but when you guys want to comment on something, just chime right in. So that podcast posted October 17th, 2016. Oh, geez. Wow. We still had our warning intro that Karen nice. would recite. <laughs> you guys had just come back from a corn concert. Yeah, mm. the, the one in Nashville, I'm guessing. It's pretty common. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, you had started a new job that Brian had kind of roped you into. Oh, that, wow. So now we know how long you were at you know, yeah. your last company if you started in 2016. Okay. You were still living in Memphis at the time. Yep. And also, Karen, you announced that your territory had doubled. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a fun time. I think that what... Um, Jerry was probably talking about 
that made him laugh so hard was we were discussing Vegas Vacation 4 and as a part of the relaxation experience that Christine was putting on at the Venetian or was going to kind of wrangle the cats to be a part of if they wanted to Mm -hmm. were amongst other things that were going to happen facials that would happen and <laughs> you can imagine all of the jokes all the jokes that we yeah. <laughs> yeah matter of fact i even laughed out loud when i listened to that to the podcast and all of our what can i say quite inappropriate I, junior high i was gonna say I, these, right. these two guys have juvenile humor all the time so <laughs> uh prop two had just passed legalizing recreational marijuana wow yeah where it was projected one ounce would cost somewhere between 13 and $18. Uh, Vital Vegas got totally wrong by stating that the red light, green light was going to move to slot machines on the casino floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absinthe canceled its planned move to the Cosmopolitan. Oh, I remember that. Palms was absorbed into Stations Casino. Mm hmm. Morimoto announced that he was opening up a restaurant at MGM Grand. Yay. You guys had an upcoming ski trip to Canada planned. Oh, wow. Oh, that was before a Vancouver trip. Yeah. And we got a PayPal donation from somebody that we only knew to be Philip States trying to convince his wife to come out to a (laughs) Vegas vacation. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. God, that's like seven years ago. Isn't that crazy? Is that right? So, six years ago. Six years ago, but still. It's like all of Thank it. Like, we've been married almost 26 years. We've been living here for almost four years. We've been doing this podcast for Over almost a decade. 11. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Quite a while. Wow. So, thank you to Jerry for that fun little... I was like, okay, okay. I need to know for him... Because l- let's put this in context. This guy said he started with episode 190, which is the, the old, quote-unquote, oldest podcast that apparently apple is allowing for yeah the podcasts they only, they only, to, to go I, I gotta figure out what's going on with that because i thought they allowed up to 500 episodes available but he's close. saying that in one week he listened to 37 episodes <laughs> awesome <laughs> one week and the guy's listening to 37 jerry buddy you are, are amazing well, and the fact that he's going to be in vegas the second week of june buddy i hope you've got our Vegas Vacation 11, oh, at least please, somewhere on your buddy. calendar to, yeah. to come hang out and at least pop by and say hello. Absolutely. Well, and here's here's the thing I, I kind of feel bad for because he's, I mean, this is the definition of binge listening, right? And so what <laughs> what is he going to do when he Once gets run caught out, up? It's sad. And now he's got to wait. Because I, mean, I, I do the same thing when I get into, with a, TV shows. into somebody with yeah. TV shows in, with podcasts. I always go back as early as I can go and listen to it. Right. So, yeah, it's always a sad moment. You're like, oh, I'm all caught up. No, <laughs> So great, great feedback. Thank you, buddy. That's looking forward to getting to meet you uh, as well. All right. Do we want to roll into uh, Jim Stark's email next? Yeah, I think we could do that. Okay, go ahead. All right. So Jim writes, good evening, 360 Vegas peeps. It's been exactly 90 days since my last visit, and that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Karen. How are you? I'm so happy you enjoyed the entire experience at the Oscar dinner series. I did. Thank you very much. And I look forward to doing it again if you ever happen to be in town and decide yeah. you want to go. Hello, Mark. How are you? So how do you feel about hearing all of the details of the events you know so well from the man who lived and created them? 
meaning Oscar Goodman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mark had a confused look on yeah, his Yeah, I face. was confused. I was like, are we talking about Steve Wynn? In, in fairness, I'm like, I don't know what, Steve what, Wynn. What, what? Yeah, that's, yeah, I can only imagine. God, I can imagine. <laughs> so how, how, how did you feel about hearing those events from him? Uh, it was, it was fun. I mean, he, he rambled, uh, as old people tend to ramble, um, but yeah, other than that, it was still fun to listen to him. You know, like, like we did the same thing with your grandfather when I first met him. Like he just had all the stories that you guys have heard a thousand times. He starts telling me the stories. Really? Yeah. I don't think I remember that. Yeah. Oh, grandpa had stories. He loved to talk. Yep. Yes, he did. He used to go up to the, well, um, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, hello, Tony. Such a good friend to the two above. I'll invite you to the next Oscar dinner I attend. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. <laughs> so what are we drinking? Me, Parker's Heritage, 11-year-old bourbon. I like this new format Jason started, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, just a real quick uh, uh, shout out to, to Jim. Buddy, you ain't drinking garbage tonight. I uh, I thought Parker's Heritage, Parker's Heritage. I, I, I'm familiar with the name, but I don't, but I personally have never had it. So I pulled up the Michigan Liquor Control Commission price book. His 11 year bottle of bourbon in the state of Michigan retails for $140 a bottle. Wow. Oof. So Jim, Jim likes himself some good bourbon. And nice. quite frankly, buddy, I will, you bring the bottle. I'd love to sit around and have a great conversation with you sometime. <laughs> I feel like I might be shifting towards booze because I'm tired of all the liquid that I'm drinking with beer. Yeah. That yeah, might help shed a few pounds off there. Yeah. Good luck. Um, and I have to ask Tony, he says he likes the new format that Jason started. Has Jason uh, kind of launched a new podcast? Like what? No, I oh. think he's talking about um, friend of the podcast, Jason, who was kind of doing the, hey, Karen, I've got something to say to you oh. specifically. Hey, Mark, I've got something oh, to say to you specifically. okay. Got it. Sorry, I was thinking I was thinking a different Jason. Yeah. Yep. Um, good call. So Jim continues. I'm sure you hear this a lot, but listening to the unabashed joy and enthusiasm as you relay your experiences is, well, what's the word? Yep fucking amazing <laughs> okay two words and he actually was polite and just did f dashing amazing we don't do I that just, here. We i'm don't just do gonna say here. it and i will take full credit for prodding and poking and playing the quote do it before it's too late card so happy that you went and enjoyed it there is no way to properly describe those nights you have to be there it's vegas history in front of your eyes and in your ears sorry you missed it tony it did kind of feel like um like deleted scenes from casinos what it kind of felt like Oh, my God. I oh, don't really geez. have a good reference for that because I've never sat down and watched Casino all the way through. Oh, Karen. I know. I'm trying so hard, Tony. You don't even know. <laughs> it hurts me. I love everything about I mean, so what I love, listen, I love Karen for many reasons, but Mark and Karen, I, I can honestly say I love listeners at home. I love Mark and Karen for their own unique aspects because I get to do something different with Karen than I do yeah. with, when I get to hang yep. out with Mark. Yep. And so when one I of us pitches and one of us catches. Karen, <laughs> that I can't get her to love casino the way Mark and I love it. And frankly, I, I, I will say it to anybody that will listen to me, go buy the book, read the book casino you will you will get to read deleted scenes oh, from shit. the movie out of the book. I've got that book. I accidentally got a an, an abridged version, an audiobook. Oh. Um, but it's all it did was was cause me to want more. So yeah, I'll be sure, I'll be sure to grab the book then. 
Yeah, so, well, and I look said, at it this way, Tony. Like, there's certain things that Mark has just dug in his heels and won't do, and usually it's food related. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or some of the like historical places that I want to go see that he just has no interest in. And that's fine. I find friends to go do that with me. And so this is kind of the same thing. He has friends oh. to talk about casino with. So. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> my Karen, it's so good. I know. Oh. Please, please continue. Please continue. Yes. So Jim continues. Salt Bay sucks. Agreed. Agree. No need to return to Hell's Kitchen. Unanimous no on MS slash SD joint. All right, I'm, I'm lost on that. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm not sure what that is, Jim. Sorry, buddy. It's, that, it's not I'll Main Street g- Station. No. All right, I'm sure we'll get an yeah. email back, like, screaming. Right, and right exactly. It yeah. Yeah. Well, they'll be tweeted by tomorrow. <laughs> and to the guy who put his friends up at Casino Royale. Hey, at least it wasn't the artisan. Just saying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what? I mean, the best part, he could have no idea that we were, gonna that we were going to yeah, talk about this was going to happen. Right. Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> best Jim, episode. buddy, I'm sorry if you just ran your car off the road. <laughs> in complete utter shock and irony of what's happening right now. <laughs> best episode to date until the next. You're so cow pal, Jim. Aww. Awesome, Jim. What Thank you. Guy. What a great guy. That is bugging me what that MS slash SD means. I'm sure. I'll keep. I'm sure once they, they tell it to us, we're going to be like, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it, even just within his email, there were different things that like I had to explain to you what it, he was talking about. Oster Goodman. Um, yeah. The Tony had to explain. It's very conversational. And how writing. the, how the, the, the email was written. So, yeah, he's, he's keeping us on our toes. I, I like it. it. Right. Right. All right. And then I, I think we got time for the last one, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. We can from, do this. Uh, from Betsy. We can do this. I may have to, you know, crack open another beer at some point in the middle of it, but that's okay. <laughs> nice. <do> Please do. <laughs> so Betsy writes, Hey, Mark, Karen, and Tony. Happily sending in a trip report from this weekend out in beautiful LV. Even though it was three nights, as usual, I have so much to say, so here goes. Nice. I was there as a buddy slash personal assistant for my friend Stephanie, who was planning a 40th birthday weekend for her friend, who is a local. Stephanie recently has surgery and asked me to go with her to help out and be a buddy when she needed a break from the festivities. When she texted me about the weekend, it was a rare, empty couple of days on my calendar, so I can only assume it was fate. Nice. The birthday weekend was planned around the Incubus concert, so we all stayed at Virgin, which we didn't talk about. Mark went to that concert as well with our dear. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with uh, Raising Las Vegas. Yeah, with his concert wife. concert wife. There are so many things I can say about the property, but I'll try to keep it reasonable. First, it's absolutely off strip. Yep. I walked down Harmon one day to see how far it actually was, and it's almost exactly one mile. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not easy when you factor in additional foot travel upon arrival to the strip. Given that, there's nothing that would make me stay at the property again nope. as much as I liked it overall. Hmm. They haven't changed much about the layout from the Hard Rock, but the decor is totally different. Bland. The (laughs) the rooms were modern and had a really great art and gorgeous light fixtures. That was actually a highlight. The light fixtures pretty much everywhere in the property are fabulous. Hmm. It's interesting that a highlight is a light fixture. The light fixtures. The light fixtures are the highlight. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The pool was on the the small side and had sand in it. Gross. Yeah, I think the idea of sand is more appealing than actual sand. Well, but then to have sand in the pool. I mean... Oh, they had it in the pool? Yeah, it was in the pool. That's weird. (laughs) The room was pretty dirty still when Stephanie checked in, and I noticed a general disregard for upkeep, which is surprising for such a new property. Mm -hmm. 
The hallway carpets were not recently vacuumed, and we noticed that they weren't the entire time we were there. Wow. I would chalk this up to a staff shortage and the fact that Monster Energy was hosting their 20th anniversary convention at the property that week, with all their employees being invited. So, they set up a giant half pipe on the event lawn, and just about every (laughs) inch of the place was covered in Monster Whatnot. The staff must have been totally overwhelmed with the preparations. Oof, I bet. Anyway, I arrived, on, I arrived on Friday night after school and went straight to Virgin. Got to the room, unpacked, and dressed up. That night, the birthday girl was hosting a party in her suite, which was really nice. I just went a few doors down and had some cocktails while meeting all these people I didn't know. It was a nice suite with good drinks, so I can't complain. Mm. Saturday, I woke up and tried to go for a run. Emphasis on tried because it was already <laughs> about 80 degrees when I went to co- wow. uh, when I headed out and was not acclimated to the dryness at all. Yeah, it's a bit chilly at 80 degrees. Well, no. <laughs> I don't think that was her concern. No, no it, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Uh, I only made it about halfway through when I gave up and went to Cosmo to get breakfast. <laughs> That's my girl. There you go. I love it. Oh, it I gets better. It. So it after, get better. After attempting a run, Betsy writes, I got a biscuit sandwich and a donut at District and Block 16. Nice. Great choice when the line at Egg Slut is out of control and delicious in its own right. True. So I still have never eaten at Egg Slut because it's every good. time there's a line wrapped around. And so like the last time I was there, uh, we were there and I, we were, I was waiting for you, but I'm standing outside. The line went from Egg Slut down that hallway. Mm-hmm. But then there was a gap, and then it, it, the line continued around the overhang to the chandelier bar. Hmm. And there was like an attendant where that line stopped that once the line that went down the hallway got short enough, then she'd let people go. Like, yeah, there's, there's... It was insane. There's no food on this planet worthy of standing in line like you're about to get on a roller coaster or something. Well, <laughs> no, that's not true. There is no, food no, worthy. There, no, there is not. Yes, food. there no, is. No, but egg slut, I don't believe is going to be it. Egg slut's pretty good. I, I, if you're looking for something comparative that doesn't have a massive line, I would say the, uh, well, what the hell do they call it at Resorts World? Oh, uh, suns out, buns out. Suns out, buns out. There yeah. it is. That's uh, that's that's uh, what I would call the poor man's uh, egg slut, and that might even be too. One of too these harsh. days, I'm going to get there. I'll yeah. just I got to figure out one. Yeah, I should just like stay up all night so I'm first in line at whatever go. god-awful hour they open. All right, Betsy continues. Saturday during the day, we had a cabana, a cabana at the pool. Nice. I stayed in the non-sand area and basked in the sun. <laughs> Stephanie and I both love Tacotarian and had dreams of getting it delivered to us by the pool, but we were out of delivery range. Ah. So I hopped in an Uber and went downtown. Nice. <laughs> That's a great friend right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're a great friend. Ate it back in the room, fabulous as usual, and went to the birthday suite for cake cutting. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, the beer's causing a few burps to pop up there. After cake and hanging out, Stephanie and I took a little disco nap to prepare for our Saturday night Ooh, out. What's a disco nap? I assume it's just the nap you take before you go to the disco. But Probably. That would be my guess. I, I don't know. She's, she's a wizard with words, so <laughs> I want to hear her describe it. After getting ready, we went to dinner at Mott 32 at Venetian. The Venetian recently added plant-based menus to all of their restaurants, and I finally had the chance to get soup dumplings in the last six years of being a vegetarian. Wow. Hmm. Soup dumplings are something unto themselves, and I really? can't imagine. Oh, they're so... Well, because the 
the soup is inside the dumpling. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole thing. You put the dumpling on the spoon and you pierce it. And so the soup kind of then comes out and it's like piping hot, like mm-hmm. burn your mouth kind of hot. Yeah. Um, so you, you kind of take a sip of that and a bite of the dumpling and it's just, it's, yeah, it's a whole delicious experience. Okay. I'm totally into trying that. That sounds. You've never had soup dumplings? Never. Oh, never. Did I never have? even heard yeah, of it. I'll pass. Right <laughs> I'll be fine. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I had them with um, Vegas Introvert and his friend at the restaurant that's in Aria. The heck is the name of it? Oh, but it was, they were fabulous. They were so good. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll put that on the list to try. Yeah, please. Betsy continues. The dump- the dumplings were perfectly hot, flavorful, and hit the spot of what I was missing. If anyone hasn't tried a soup dumpling, it's basically a dumpling gusher with <laughs> soup inside and <laughs> magical <gusher>. and wonderful. <laughs> uh, sorry, my phone buzzed and I lost my spot. Uh, da, 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 da. Stephanie had wide rice noodles that had the perfect wok hay, breath of the wok. A smoky flavor only achieved with a properly seasoned wok. Mm. I got the, quote, pork off the plant-based menu, which was underwhelming. Mostly cabbage with some pieces of, quote, pork that could have used more flavor. I'm sorry. If you want pork, just get pork. I respect, <laughs> I respect people's, I know, I respect their decision, but don't, don't try to get non-pork stuff to taste like pork. It's just not going <laughs> to I also had a cocktail that was mezcal and watermelon, plus boba tapioca pearls. That was lovely. Yeah. After after dinner, we headed to Resorts World to see Tiesto at Zook, the new nightclub. There are definitely some interesting bits to Resorts World, but it's still a bit of a clusterfuck. Mm. Literally the only resort I've ever had a hard time finding a bathroom. We got to the club and cut some of the line to get in. When we were actually in, they were ushering folks who hadn't bought tickets out to the Connected Day Club. We found some spots to sit and wait out what was the strangest thing we have seen in a club. Mm -hmm. I have never seen them cut off an area to only ticket holders. The promoter said there was some large tour coming through, so the only reasonable explanation was that they wanted to make sure that everyone who actually paid for a ticket got into the main DJ area before letting the rest of us cheapskates. Mm -hmm. Eventually, around 1.30 after Tiesto went on, we got into the main room area. Zook is pretty gorgeous, but the layout is strange and Omnia still takes the cake for me. Mm. Yeah. Wait, do you think she's talking about one thirty in the morning? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. DJs are dicks, man. They get on fucking late all the, like there's bad as some of the, the egomaniacs in concerts that, but the difference is, you know, they're not going to start until midnight or later. Well, that's true. Yeah. They don't, it's not like, you know, Madonna, when she pulled her bullshit and started her concert four hours late right. from the start time. No, you, you know, they're not coming on. Right. Yeah. Well, they also don't announce when they're coming on. They, yeah, they usually, you know, it's going to be late anyway. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, hence the reason, Tony, that she needed to take the disco nap before going to the club. I guess so. Goodness <laughs> gracious, I'm tired just thinking about that. <laughs> After some chance numeracy in the Uber back to the hotel, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm not sure. She's a teacher, so yeah. yeah I, think I was going to say, us. now we got a. I mean, numeracy, I'm assuming, has something to do with numbers. I, 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 right? Not some a word I'm numbers? Um, I, uh, maybe. 
So what? Okay. So here's yeah. my guess. Because ba- let me let me finish reading this and then. Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah, get, yeah. Okay. So after some chance numeracy in the back in the Uber back to the hotel, I played one twenty dollar round of roulette at which I won one hundred and seventy five. Nice. So my guess is there was some kind of number combination or something in the back of the Uber that made her think I have to yeah. play this number. Oh. Right. And she did, and it paid off. Nice. Which is awesome. The next day, Sunday, the birthday crew all planned to have brunch at Casa Calavera at Virgin. Mm. This was the only restaurant I ate at on the property. The food was very meh. Nothing special. After brunch, I spent a little more time at the pool and the birthday folks, including Stephanie, went to the spa. I chose to go downtown and do some greatest hits hopping, (laughs) which actually got cut short. That would be our fault. Yeah. I started at Atomic Liquors, then gave Orte- gave El Cortez a quick $20, then headed to Banger Brewing to meet Mark and Karen. Y'all are really wonderful, and I had such a good time with you. Thanks for hanging out for so long. It was enjoyable. I, it was Very so much. much fun. Yeah, we had a blast. I know, and I kept asking her, I'm like, She's you great. sure you don't need to go someplace or do something? And she was like, no, we're, I'm good. Let's meet him there. And yeah, which I do feel bad because she had plans. Well, she's going to talk about it here in a minute, but she skipped out on some of her other plans to hang out with us. So thank you, Betsy. Mm -hmm. I was planning on going to Frankie's Tiki, but I had to meet up with the birthday crew for dinner. We went to one of the birthday girl's favorite spots. And since she's a local, it was well off strip a few miles west down Flamingo. The food was really good, but I could only try a few things since they weren't particularly veggie friendly. A highlight was the ricotta and mint stuffed squash blossom that was battered and fried. Yum. You know, I can't imagine like, like if somebody like me were a vegetarian, because I'm so fussy about. Oh, you'd the, be fucked. I would. I would. I would die. I'd starve to death. You'd, yeah, you wouldn't eat anything. <laughs> Rice, maybe. Rice. There you go. After dinner, we headed back to the hotel and just took it easy. The next day, we packed up and headed to the strip to visit our old friends Aria and Cosmo. Did a little gambling at Aria, got egg slut, and then worked our way to the flamingo at the flamingo. Unfortunately, the flamingos. So I think the animals. Oh, the flamingos at the flamingo. There you go. Unfortunately, on the way there, our flight was canceled. But after some phone calls and frantic Ubering, we made it to the airport in time for an earlier flight. Wow. That was then delayed. Sadly, I missed two of my favorites, the flamingos and Frankie's, but a much needed wonderful trip overall. I will be back in June. Too late for Vegas Vacation 11, but hoping I will be able to make it work next year. CPS moved the school year up, so here's hoping. I know. I was so bummed. She was one of the people when we decided when we were going to do the, the dates for Vegas Vacation 11, and I thought about her, because yeah. I was like, oh, you're not going to be in school. I'm like, no, we still are in school. Yeah, no, apparently. So CPS stands for the Chicago Pub- Chicago Public School System, uh, okay. which is where she works. Okay. So, uh, yeah, apparently their, their school dates are still screwy. Looking forward to seeing you again in June, and thanks, thanks for the great times, Betsy. Betsy's awesome. Yeah, she is. She's so much fun. She was, and she's a, she's just such a fun, interesting person. She really is. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it then for episode number three hundred ninety-six. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. You know what I'm kind of interested about our friend uh, Jerry and in his binge uh, listening of our podcast. Jerry, are you listening to the current podcast as they come out, or are you going to hear us talk about your your email in about 40 hours from now <laughs> he's got it unless he's on twitter and following you he's got to know something about it because he's talked about vegas Vacation that's right oh. so yep. he might be listening to the current one and then going back and, and catching up yeah and yeah kind of ping-ponging back and forth yep 
Good call. You're right. You're right. Well, listen, if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And you can get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. We do that at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to be a part of the cool kids like Ben and Betsy and Jerry and Jim, you can send us written or audio feedback to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360Vegas Karen. You just told you where to find me, so until next time. Yeah.